Okay, everybody, I think we are recording at the moment. I want to welcome you to our Wednesday noon um, Q&A, I guess. And what we'll do is I have a couple of questions. I have four questions here that were uh, sent to us that I want to answer, and hopefully these apply somehow for all of you. And if you have questions about anything on these, when we post this on social media, you can ask in those places. Um, what we what we're planning on doing is going live with these as well, instead of pre just pre-recording these. So just make sure you keep an eye out for those. And um, you know the topics will vary from week to week depending on what questions that we get. Um, well, like I said, we'll just go from there. We'll try to do the best that we can with answering these things. So, like I said, we'll do this. We're we'll try to do this every Wednesday um, at noon Eastern time. And uh, typically, these are inspired by questions that we get throughout the week, throughout the month, maybe on, on a daily basis. Patients asking us questions on certain things, and you know, we have this understanding that if they have these questions, if an individual has a question about these things, then probably a lot of people do. So uh, that's how we're doing this. So let's go ahead and get into it. So I, you know, one of the things that I, especially this time of year, that that we get questions about is uh, the sun and vitamin D. You know, how much vitamin D that we should be getting? Now, first, I want to say this. You know, my my opinion and thoughts on vitamin D are the sun. We should primarily be getting our our, our vitamin D from the sun exposure. Now, I'm not talking about going out and getting scorched or, uh, you know, say unsafe sun exposure, obviously getting safe sun exposure, whatever that means for you and your, and your skin and your skin type or tone. Um, but how much do you need depends on, on you, what your, what, your, what your vitamin D levels are. Have you ever had labs done? That's, a, that's what, I, what I always ask people if they tell me, or they, excuse me, if they ask me how much vitamin D that I need, I will say, let's do some labs. Or I'm a script for some labs and we'll find out what their number is and then we'll adjust accordingly. So how much vitamin D you need is dependent upon your levels. Now, I'll be honest with you guys, where, depending on where you live, like depending, like where I'm at, six months out of the year, we don't get a lot of sun here. Now, I don't take vitamin D supplements myself anymore. My wife and I, we have a vitamin D lamp. We also have a light panel so we can simulate sun exposure. But I always say that the, the beauty about the sun regarding vitamin D is not the end, end product being vitamin D. It is the, what happens along the way of manufacturing the vitamin D. Vitamin, excuse me, sunlight has benefits that go so far above and beyond just vitamin D production. And we could probably spend a whole half hour talking about that, which, which we might. But if you can, Safe sun exposure is the best way to go. Um, if you have to supplement during, I guess, fall or winter months, I always recommend that you know get your get your blood tested twice a year. Get your get your uh, get labs for your vitamin D vitamin D done maybe after summer and then after winter to kind of see what was going on with that. But if you have to supplement, don't use an oral supplement. Just you know take what you need um, because it's different for everybody. I had a conversation with a woman yesterday who she lives in this area. And she said she's outside during the summertime. She doesn't burn. She gets safe sun exposure. She doesn't really cover up with, uh, with, with sunscreen. <clears throat> and we were reviewing labs and her levels were at 30. I think they were 33 or 34, which is, is low. Um, and that's something else too, I guess I should mention that, um, you know, conventional recommendations for, for vitamin D levels are between 30 and 100. 
And that's, that's way too broad. I would say 60 to 100 is, is probably a better target to shoot for. So 33 in her case um, is definitely low. It's definitely, it's, it's low in anybody. So shoot for at least 60. And um, again, my opinion is get safe sun exposure for that. Now there could be reasons why people, their levels aren't increasing, even if they are getting sun exposure or they're taking a supplement. Um, insulin resistance being one in this woman's case, I mentioned she is not insulin resistant. She's not diabetic. So um, there could be other issues going on with that. But again, we always say that we, we just, uh, we don't ever guess what we'll, we, we test people. We do labs to make sure that there's nothing else going on, but um, sun exposure is the best way to go for that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Supplements. This next question is supplements. Uh, what my thoughts are on supple supplements versus medication. I, I think that I will say that my take on supplements is the same as is with medication, but let me give you some real world scenarios. I see a lot of people that when they come to see us, they'll, they'll bring what they're taking. You know, they'll bring their, their bags of, of supplements. They'll bring their bags of medication and it almost they're, they're, they're like, they're, they're trying to impress me with how much stuff that they take. And the first question I always ask people regarding supplements is, how do you know that you need it? That's the first thing. But let's use medications kind of on the flip side of this. If you go to your doctor, you go to your, your PCP, your guy or gal, your GP, and let's say they do blood work and something comes back abnormal. They have proof, they have blood chemistry, they have proof that something isn't right and they'll medicate accordingly. But for some reason with supplementation, I'm seeing people coming in taking upwards of you know, 15, 20 different types of supplements, spending $700 a month on these things, and they don't know that they need it or not. A, because there's, there's been no testing. All that they're really doing is they're, they're going online, they're Googling their symptoms, and then they are kind of playing connected dots with supplements. So that's the first thing. Most people don't know that they actually need them. The second thing is a lot of these things, a lot of supplements, the quality is garbage. So I always say that, you know, if you need to take something, the first thing, well, I'll say this, the first thing that we should be doing is looking at our lifestyle to see if there's anything that we can kind of fix with that before we start moving into just trying to cover something up with supplements. In other words, that's more of a, uh, you know, a treatment mindset or a, a reactive mindset instead of a proactive mindset. So we always look at lifestyle first. We look at what they're eating, what they're not eating, what their sleep looks like, what their sun exposure looks like. Um, are, are, they, are they exposing themselves to artificial light at night? We go through everything. And then we see what we can fix with that, what we can work with with that. And then if we move to testing, we can see other certain deficiencies because there are condition-specific deficiencies that you know, people might temporarily need something to kind of fill a void until you know, the lifestyle gets cleaned up. But, Lifestyle first, what we always recommend. So my problem in general with supplements, same as with medication is, do you need it, A, and B, can your lifestyle, if you fix your lifestyle, can you be taken off of it or could you stop taking it? Now with medications, I always tell people, you know, obviously you want your doctor's permission to do that. You don't want to stop medication without your doctor's permission. But in general, I think my recommendation would be, hey, listen, with supplements, with medication, more so with supplements, I would say, is let's look at your lifestyle. Is there anything we can fix with that? And maybe we can say, hey, listen, no, you don't need to be taking all this because you're eating better, you're sleeping better, you're training a certain way, 
um, you're getting safe sun exposure, all those things. So I guess in general, again, you know, look at this more of a, a proactive approach as opposed to a reactive, reactive approach. Most important aspect of health. In my opinion, what's your most important aspect of health? This is a great question. I'll address it this way. I have two answers. The first one is that depends on the person. And what I mean by that is if one person, let's say, for example, one person has, let's say their nutrition really dialed in, then they might not need too much work in their nutrition. So in other words, their nutrition isn't an issue for them, but maybe something else is. So in that instance, I would say the most important aspect in that person's health is what they need to fix most. Because most of us have multiple things that we can improve upon, right? So that's my first question. Now, the second part of that is, I do, however, believe that humans, that there is a hierarchy of what's most important for us. Now, if you would have asked me 10 years ago, I would have told you, you know, what you're eating, what you're putting into your body. But now, if we're talking about, if you're asking what my, what my opinion is on hierarchy, my opinion is that our light environment is probably the most important thing. Um, are our days bright? Are our evenings dark? Are we avoiding artificial lights, especially at night or most, we can, most that we can? Are we wearing blue blockers if we have to? Um, things like that. And then anything after that, in my opinion, obviously you can have discussions about and we can move into what we talked about first is well, what is most important for that individual person. But like I said, that's different for everybody. <clears throat> but if your light environment, again, if you're asking me a hierarchy, I would say your light environment, your light environment, how that dictates, because everything pretty much is dictated by your light environment, how you're eating, what you're eating, what time that you're eating, your sleeping schedule, your when you're waking up. So that's kind of a, I know that's a, a, a two answer to, to your question, but I think that they both apply e e equally. <clears throat> Testing, not guessing. Somebody asked me, I guess that kind of, I, I, I covered that with uh, the supplement and medication question about testing, but I guess I can elaborate a little bit. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it's very important that you test to see what's going on. Now, everything obviously has context, but if you are wondering what you need specifically, even dietary changes that you, that you may have to make, um, you, can do, you can do testing for that. I'm a big fan of, uh, for example, food antigen testing, food sensitivity testing to see if people react to certain things. Um, some food for some people just really has a horrible effect on them. I mean, even, even what some things or some people may consider to be healthy foods for some people are, are no good for, some, for others. So even from that perspective, it's, it's good to test. <clears throat> and again, I mentioned that with, with the supplementation, but I think going back maybe the supplementation thing, is that what I've noticed the past few years <clears throat> is that people are, they're, 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 they're kind of treating their symptoms or they're managing their symptoms with supplementation same way as they would with medication. So I'll have people say things like this to me. They'll say, you know, I don't want to take medication. <clears throat> I don't want to be on metformin for my diabetes. I'd rather take, should I take berberine or, you know, do I want to be on, uh, take cinnamon or something like that. And, and, my, my thought process is, well, what if we look at your lifestyle to see if you don't need to take any of that? And if you're currently taking it, 
let's let's see if maybe we can get you off it or at least reduce it. But again, that comes with testing. So like I said before, people they're, they're Googling their symptoms, they're seeing, they're typing in the symptom, they're seeing what they what their body's telling them. And then they're saying, okay, well, instead of me taking this medication for this particular ailment, I could take this supplement for this particular ailment. And again, I don't know that that works the best for most people too. I think that it makes most sense to look at your lifestyle, what you're doing first, because in our experience, I've been doing this long enough that if people clean up what they need to be cleaning up, there's a really good chance they can reduce or come off medication. <clears throat> and then last one that we can wrap it up for today is uh, what do I think a good doctor means? What I guess they're asking me what, in my opinion, is or what makes a good doctor? Well, I think that that depends on the scenario. If you are in an emergency situation and you need emergency care by a surgeon, you want that surgeon to be a great surgeon. But I think if we're talking about lifestyle, you know, like what we do, we do direct primary care. We see a lot of different things. I have nine staff. We have different healthcare providers, physicians, nurse practitioners, registered nurses. And I think that a, a definition of, of a good physician is being able to help people achieve better health or, or what their goals are. And, I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll give you another real world situation. I, I have people come to, come to us all the time. And they'll say things like, you know, it's good to see you. It's good to be at your clinic. But I got to be honest, I, you know, I really love my old doctor. And I always ask them, well, what did you love about him? So I'm thinking to myself, well, if, if you love that, that doctor, that provider, why are you coming to see me? And they'll tell me things. This is what I hear. When I ask them that question, this is what I'll hear. I'll hear them, I'll hear them say, well, you know, it was convenient for me. The drive, it, it only took me five minutes to get to their clinic. Or the doctor has good bedside manner. The staff is very nice. I like the music that they play in their waiting room. I had somebody tell me the other day, what they loved most about their old doctor was the smell of the soap in the bathroom. Now, I'll tell you what I don't hear when I ask that question. I don't ever hear people say, well, they helped me get better. Now, is there anything wrong with those other things? There's not. Of course there isn't. But to me, those are bonuses. And my opinion on this is we shouldn't be placing all that value on those things. We should be putting value on maybe, the, again, the, the doctor's ability to help us be better. So. My, my opinion or my definition of a, of a good physician is helping people achieve what their health goals are. If you come to me and you tell me, hey, you know, I want to lose weight, I want to improve my labs, I'd like to reduce or come off some medication, we're pretty well equipped to do that for people. Um, so my point is, I guess, the, the best way I can answer that question is, why are you seeing them? Why are you choosing to go see these, these, these healthcare providers? Are you going to see them because they're, they, they're the best suited to help you? or because they make you feel, you know, good while you're there. And again, there's nothing wrong with that, but to me, you, we can't put too much value on those things and not enough on the fact that they're, that you're there to help for them to help you get better. Um, so just some random thoughts there, guys. And like I said, you know, these things, you know, there's not necessarily a certain amount of time we'll be doing these. Like, like I said, we're trying to do these weekly, uh, every Wednesday at noon Eastern time. And like I said, we're going to be moving into doing these um, live instead of pre-recorded. So just make sure um, when you see this, guys, if you have any comments or anything like that, wanna know what's going on, just drop a comment, let us know what, you know what questions that you have, what we wanna talk about. If there's something that 
you know, we're not well equipped to answer. We can, we can send you somewhere else, but um, appreciate you. Appreciate you. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Oh, 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 oh,